My eyes must be deceiving me because I see somebody on hold that we have not talked to in quite some time. Micah Monday on Musical Rejoins, but listen anyway. Burn the house down. AJR. Does that stand for AJR Revolution? No, this isn't Reagan. They're three brothers. Like brothers? Or? No, they're like real blood brothers. Oh, blood brothers. They're big in the pop alternative world, you know? Pop alternative. I'm, I'm out tomorrow. Take my day, please. Thank you, Seth. I'll try to honor you with some more obscure, newer alternative stuff. Thank you. You're welcome. And a lot of angst-ridden stuff from the 90s. I might go all screamo. Early 2000s. All right. Fine. Our number is 727-579-1025. We're going to check in with Jacob two times in a moment. Hi, Jim. What's up? Well, 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Before I get into uh, Jacob's call. So Friday night, I wasn't even going to go out. And then um, Mike had texted me, not Micah, Mike Calta had texted me and said, uh, we're going to be in downtown St. Pete if you want to go out. And I'll be honest with you, I, I felt kind of weird after the way everything went down last week. And I didn't know if Mike would ever want to hang out with me again. So when he invited me, I thought, oh, my God, either they're going to like beat me up and leave me somewhere <laughs> or Mike really wants to hang out with me. So I was like, oh, cool. All right. Great. So it just worked out that Xander had a friend hanging out. So I, I, I was like, OK, cool. I'm going to go uh, going to meet you guys. So um, I went down to caddies on central mm-hmm. where mike was with joey and spanish and carmen and there's pete and then uh and then Haley j and her friend came walking up and i've never i don't think i've ever seen Haley j outside of this building i am ever i don't think so i i am fascinated by her not just her physical beauty but her presence I, she has she has an essence to her not in a romantic way. I'm 40 years older than she is, but but I just I'm captivated by her. I find her a, a captivating personality. So she comes walking up, and we start talking, and immediately we get in these really deep conversations. And we're walking from one place to another. We're going to go to Copper Shaker, where Micah is, and Haley's just walking with. She leaves Caddies with a drink, and and no one's stopping her or anything. I'm like, man, it must be so great to be a hot girl. <laughs> and so uh, so we get to uh, Copper Shaker, where you guys are. We run to you and Tara. Who are in rare form and um, <laughs> what uh, okay. Was she dancing? She she was dancing and and then they and then we went one to, to this bar next door that smelled like chlorine and looked I warned and you looked, guys. looked even worse than chlorine. It was the worst bar I've ever been in my life. I won't even mention them by name, but it's a country bar and it sucked. So uh, oh, oh, it was the worst. Um, well, maybe somebody threw up and they just you know had to clean it up. No, but. I think it always smells like chlorine <laughs> there. Keep it clean. Yeah, because there's a there's a mechanical bull and the bull the bull is in the middle of a big kiddie pool and somewhere there's chlorine and ugh stunk <laughs> like ugh just gross people like uh, so <laughs> just let me lead the way okay right exactly so i should have stayed at copper shaker so anyway we're sitting in copper shaker and i'm standing there talking to Haley J and her friend and it's a great conversation i never get to talk to her i'm meeting her friend for the first time and this dude stands up from where he's seated uh and he goes uh he goes hey um my friends are supposed to meet me here and they're late do you mind if i join in your conversation what and and i was like um wait what he goes, do you mind if I join in your conversation? That's weird. And I said, well, y- yeah, actually. And I looked at Haley to see if they wanted him to join because he's an attractive fellow, I suppose. And he's like, I'm from Canada and, and I'm here uh, from out of town and my friends are late and I'm lonely. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm like, no offense, man, but that's got nothing to do with me. And he goes, why you got to be such a dick? 
And I'm like, you made me be a dick. I said, I, <laughs> I didn't ask you to be a part of this. You asked me, and I'm telling you no. Like, is, is that so, I don't I don't go out. Is that something <laughs> that normally happens where people say, hey, can I get involved in your conversation? No. Or normally people just stick their stupid beaks in your conversation. Right. Usually people just interrupt, and, and then they are treated rudely. I tried to be polite to this guy, but at the same time, I have zero. You're not going to bring anything to the table that I'm going to find worthwhile. Well, he was trying to get you out of the way so he could get to Hey Jay. That's what I figured. I mean, a stunning woman like that. So then he's like, oh, what do you think? You got something going on here? <laughs> he said that? Uh-huh. Oh, ha- man. Haley will back all this oh, stuff up. That's, this guy was not really Canadian. No uh, way. Uh, yeah. I don't think he was. <laughs> and, and so and so I was like, um, hey, man, listen, not for nothing, but we don't get to catch up all that often. It's kind of a I'm talking to them. And he's like, all right, man, all right, good luck, buddy, and then leaves the bar, like gets up and just leaves the bar. And I'm like, what the frick just happened? My guess, he followed all of you from Caddy's. Possible. Then stood there and thought of some sort of icebreaker that he could interject mm. himself into the conversation. I don't know, It man. wasn't happening. So he just came up with the Canada story. I, I have no idea what that was all about. Are there people that love to talk to strangers so much that, that they'll ask to get involved in the conversation? I've been in every kind of social interaction, and I've never had anyone ask me if they could be part of a conversation that they're not part of. This isn't like where you and Todd, right, if you're at a bar and a guy talks to you and you no. get upset, where I think no. that's okay. This yeah. is totally different. There's no gray area here. If I'm at a bar, I don't like that you're going to come talk to me about sports, but I get that that's going to happen. It's an inevitable thing thing that you're gonna in a social situation a bar where they're playing loud music and i'm talking to i get it dude i'm talking to two really hot young girls i'm old you figure you're younger than i am you're gonna come in and and swoop them away from me but i am i am not interested in them because i have no chance with them so i'm just having some polite convo get out of here and he wasn't a fan either because there were some fans of the station that were right near us and they introduced themselves to me to mike took pictures with all of us they were super nice couldn't have been better this guy was just on another thing Hmm. i've i've never had that so then i felt bad then i looked at Haley and i was like what if that guy's depressed oh no what what if that guy's reaching out for somebody and he he just needs that one interaction with people to keep him alive who am I to shoo him away? Who am I to say, no, man, you're not good enough? So, so you went back and bought him a Labatt's, didn't That's exactly you? what happened, Seth. I found the Did guy. you guys make friends? Tracked him down, said, hey, man, I love Canada. Let's hang out and have a couple of Molsons, eh? So, did you initiate a conversation with him? He jumped off the skyway. Okay. Well, I hope that's not true. <sighs> Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero. You gotta get a tighter circle when you're talking. There, you can't get let anybody penetrate your circle. That's what I'm saying. If I I I don't want to get too close to them when I'm talking because I don't want you know spit all over them and stuff. And I was saying a lot of s words, so I you know I like spit all over them. But it was so it, it was such a strange thing. But you know she's going out to L. A. to be a superstar. Yes. Like she's she's gonna make it. I think. Good. I think she's got ambition, and I think she's got that something. Well, she's got a great voice. I saw her perform at uh, Flavor Fest that Ian Beckles threw. I don't know if that was the official name, but she has a very unique voice. She does, and I will tell you, she is so not not just physically beautiful. I think she's a beautiful person. My favorite thing about Haley is that she's stunningly beautiful, mm. and then she's grounded, and she has morals, and her family be- is above everything else. Yeah, we, I'm uh, excited for her. We got deep. I, I her dad's Jewish, but not her mom, and my mom's Jewish, but not my dad. And um, man, if she were only 20 years younger and a lot less attractive, 20 years older, younger, older, older, <laughs> older, older, older. Well, older. see, you're having conversations with people you know in the bar. 
Right. I like to have conversations with everybody that I don't know. Okay. And it keeps it real interesting. Well, have you ever gone up and gone, hey, can I be part of your conversation? No. Exactly. Usually people just end up next to me and right. I'm like, hey, what's up? And then we'll be talking for 30 minutes. Oh, so then I go to pay our tab because I was buying Micah drinks and Mike drinks because he had bought me drinks down at Caddy's. And uh, who's it, Nick, the bartender there? Mm-hmm. One of the one of the best bartenders in downtown St. Pete, in my opinion. The guy's awesome. Always quick with drinks. He gives me the check and it's for a lot less than I thought it should be. And I'm like, well, what's the deal? Here he goes. Oh, Denise bought you guys a couple of oh, rounds. Oh, yeah. And I was Piecing like- Piecing things together. I, I go, yeah, right? I go, Denise who? He goes, Denise right down there. It was a girl who took Mo to uh, to prom oh, before he left at 745. Denise? $1,806 for Mo. Yeah, so then she, <laughs> she came off probably a couple more hundred dollars buying us beverages at Copper Shaker because they ain't cheap there and you're drinking tequila, Don Mix tequila. Uh, and uh, and so she bought us beverages and, and so Mike and I went to go thank her. Do you remember this? Yes, I do. We, we went to go thank her. But she's sitting there talking to a very attractive dude. And yeah, so we did the weird, like, yeah, cheers. We don't want we don't want to C-block her or anything and go like, hi, thanks for the drinks. But we didn't want to leave without thank you for the drinks. So we're just kind of like, thank you for the drinks. We're going to go next door to that place that sucks and smells like chlorine. <laughs> 727-579-1025. I am looking for someone who has seen Hereditary. I would just like to talk to someone about it. Because when you and I are talking about it, uh, McGib, who uh, who sits in the cubicle near us, is like, hey, I'm sorry to jump in this convo, but that was an awful movie. Do you want to stick with the theme of not talking to white dudes about movies? I'm okay talking to white dudes about this movie, okay. but not any other movie. Too many white dude movie reviewers these days. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Jacob, two times. Hey, Drew Garavo. How are you doing today, Drew Garavo? Jacob, I'm delighted to hear your voice again. I've missed you tremendously, and today I'm doing very, very well. How are you? I'm doing very, very well, Drew Garavo. Guess what, Drew Garavo? You know what happened? What? I lost my mom to cancer, Drew Garavo. <sighs> yeah, I know, Jacob. Uh, we talked to Caleb, uh, I think it was last week, and um, you know, I-, I know you know this already, but on behalf of myself, Seth, Micah, uh, John Senning, everybody here at The Bone, uh, we loved your mom. I-, I feel very blessed that we got to meet your mom through you, and, uh, and-, and I'm very, very sorry, Jacob, and I know how proud she is of, of her son's. Uh, you and Caleb and her her daughter-in-law Carolina. We we love you guys very much. You've been in our thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, okay, definitely. Okay, 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 okay. But I do know that she's in a better place now looking down on me. I do know that. Yeah. And she's not suffering is the important part anymore. She's not in pain anymore, Jacob. She's in a place where her soul is at rest and uh and she's not in physical pain anymore. No, 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 no. She's not in physical pain anymore, anymore, anymore. And now I got a guardian angel looking down on me. Oh, that's uh, that's a great way to look at it, Jacob. And I know that's what she yeah. that's that's what she said. That's what she said. She said that. Well, she said. Well, she said that. Well, she said to me that. Well, well, she said to me that she'd be looking down on me, making sure that I am okay. Yeah, and 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 we're gonna look out for you too, cause we, you know, we we owe that to your mom to make sure that uh, that you're all right, buddy. We uh, we love you guys very much, Jacob. I miss my mom right now, Drew Gravel, but I'm okay. Good. We uh, we miss her too, Jacob, and I, I consider ourselves uh, I consider us very lucky that we got to meet her. She was a she's a beautiful woman. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, right? Hey, hey boy, how are you doing today? Oh, oh Jacob, I'm doing, I'm doing great. And uh, and I talked to Caleb, and uh, there's something that he wants to do in your mom's memory. So I think uh, we'll probably get you and your brother in the studio in the next couple of weeks. Does that sound fun? Yes, I sure would love that. 
yeah, we want to do what we can do to honor your mom's memory and uh, and let it live on through uh, through her and through us. And we're we're gonna do something to see if we can we can really help out, you know, help honor her memory a little bit. Yeah, 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 and we had a lot of friends over there and stuff like that, so. Good. Uh, oh, Jacob's listening to us in the background today. Do you hear it? Oh, you're actually listening to the show. Jacob, is this your first time listening? We're pretty entertaining, right? Yes, you are. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Hey, uh, Jacob, you, you want to wish uh, my son Xander a very happy birthday today? He's, it's his birthday. Happy birthday, Xander. Oh, thank you, Jacob. That's so uh, that's so sweet of you. Maybe we can get him on the phone and, uh, and you can do that in person. You want to do that, Jacob? Yes, I sure would. All right, hold on one second. I, I Jacob, yeah. you do anything for your dad yesterday for Father's Day? Well, I gave him a Father's Day card and told him Happy Father's Day. That's all dads really want is, uh, by the way, uh, someone tweeted me, and I'm not sure if this is Photoshopped or not, but he said, found your guy. And it's a, it's a sorry, it's a very it's a remorseful looking Asian fellow holding a sign that says, I am the Wob douchebag and I am sorry. <laughs> I don't know if that's real or not. I'm going to retweet it. You, you guys saw it too, right? Uh, no, not yet. He, he tweeted it to you. Man, you are mixing it up with everybody this I know. weekend. He's good and, I, and, and by the way, I left two or three altercations off the radio out of respect for some friends of mine. So, all right, Jacob, hold on. I'm going to call, I'm going to call my son. I'm going to let you wish him a happy birthday. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. And then, uh, mm, mm, mm. if that's real, then I feel really bad because the guy does look re- remorseful. I don't even, I don't know what's real and what's not anymore. Calling my son, probably playing the video games on his birthday. Did you do a birthday party or anything? Or uh, is it too old for that? couple of weeks, I'm taking him and some buddies over to Cocoa Beach. Oh, yeah, that's right. New yeah, Beach. Yeah. No, no. I, oh. <laughs> you. For you, yeah. I'll, I'll let you leave it on the voicemail, Jacob. I guess he's probably showering. He always seems to be showering. High water bill these days. The call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. I will just go ahead and hang up. All right. Uh, well, Jacob, I'll tell him you said happy birthday, okay? Okay, you sure do crack me up, boy. That's the first time I heard you laugh away in a long time, boy, so you got to keep me laughing. I haven't laughed in like three years. Jacob, Um, I don't know if you heard if you heard the news. I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to make you feel worse than already what's going on in your life, but uh, did you, did you know that Scotty Davis isn't, isn't on your station anymore? He's not. Didn't he? Didn't he move, Drew? Didn't he go to another station? I feel like you told me. Yeah, he did. They uh, somebody else has taken his place now, and uh, and um, you know he said that he wants you to listen to us in his absence. What's okay? 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 What station is he on now, boy? Can you can you give me that info? One hundred two five the bone. One hundred two five the bone. Yep. Every afternoon, two to six, you're gonna hear him on our show, Scotty Davis. He's gonna be in here from time to time. He'll be dipping in, doing some weather reports and stuff like that. He will. I mean, as far as you know. Oh, man. Oh, boy. I know. Scotty Davis, <laughs> our weather guy. Well, listen, great boy. to hear from you, Jacob. Is there anything we can do to kind of bring what, – what would you like for it to hear from us today to, to bring some laughter to you? Because, you know, we love you. 
I just want to hear Boy laugh a lot today. Oh, uh, you, know, you got And, and uh, Boy, uh, listen, Boy, listen, Boy, listen, Boy, don't stop laughing, okay? Just because when somebody tells you to, Boy, you have my permission to laugh as much as you want any day of the week. Oh, that is so sweet of you. Thank you. Very benevolent. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, now, Jacob. Uh, I miss you, Boy. Miss uh, you. Jacob, are you sticking to one soda pop a day? I know your mom would have wanted it that way, and I'm going to make sure that I take over that responsibility of making sure you're only drinking one soda pop a day. Yeah, 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 yeah. One soda pop a day. No. Yeah. All right. Me and your mom are gonna make sure. Now, what at what time did you have your soda pop already today, or, or or have you are you planning on it this afternoon? Well, I'm. Well, the thing is, Drew Grabo. The mm-hmm. thing is, Drew Grabo. When I go out to lunch with my workers, I get an extra soda. But that's. Mm-mm. But that's. Mm-mm. But that's on Mm-mm. the days when I go to lunch. Okay. Well, one soda pop a day, Jacob. That is it. One soda pop a day. Okay. Don't worry about that, Drew Garabo. I all right. got this. E- all right. Okay. I'm glad you do. E- it's either it's either Dr. Pepper or Mr. Pibb, not both in one day, okay? I got this, Drew Garabo. <laughs> I totally got it. We love you, Jacob. Thank you, man. Thanks for checking in. Great to hear from you. And again, we loved your mom very much, and I'm glad we got to know her. I'm... I'm glad you got to know her, too. I'm glad you got to know her, too. And plus, she's been my mom for 32 years. I know. My mom's been my mom for 32 years, too. Unfortunately, I'm 48. So, you know, I, I blame the first 16 years on me. Uh, but thank you, Jacob. Great to hear from you, buddy. All right? When you check in with Caleb, boy, I want you to tell Caleb that I talked to you today, okay? I will. I'm going to call him after the show today. We've got, uh, we've got a call scheduled. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. Okay, okay, okay. I'll call you guys tomorrow. How does that sound? Sounds okay? great to me. Can't wait to talk to you and make sure that you're only having one soda pop. Oh, okay, Drew. Okay, Drew. No promises, Drew. No promises, Drew, but I'll try. All right, no promises. All we can do is try. By the way, it's definitely him because the guy, Peanut Perry, just tweeted me a photo of him with the guy. It says, come by after work and he'll buy you a beer. Oh, okay. So I'd like to rescind the uh, the douchebag part. Not the Asian part because he's clearly Asian, but I'd, I'd like to rescind the <laughs> Look, everybody gets drunk and does stupid crap. I was called a dick. I was called fake as f. It, it was a day on oh, the golf course. Oh, you were. Oh yeah. Oh, it was yeah. a weird day, dude. How are we getting into getting into that? Or those are off air oh, stories. Oh, yeah, off air stories mostly. I just felt bad because like they <laughs> T Bone from the chat room is there, and like there's all this drama, and I'm like, man, welcome to my world, T Bone. Like, like you know, I came into this thinking the chat room guy was gonna bring the drama, and instead it's my stupid life creating all this drama. I know it was so weird. It was a it was a friend of a friend who I've always tried to be nice to to his face, but I don't like the guy. But because he's a friend of a friend, I'm polite to him, even though I can't stand the dude. Why, why don't you like him? What, what do you do? Uh, he never did anything. That's the thing. But oh. I, oh, I read people. <laughs> I know if someone's nice. a good person or if they're not. I I can tell immediately. What's your what's your what's your test for that? How do you know? What'd I you, just know. You know. I knew right away you were a good person. I knew right away you were a good person. I can tell. I'm wrong. Like. One in a thousand times, but for the most part, when I meet you, I know right away whether you're good or whether you're not good. This guy's no good. He's a bozo. He's a douchebag. <laughs> I knew it right away. What does he do? Is, he, is he a criminal? Does, a, he, does he murder? No good bozo douchebag. Did you is tell what he him is. that? No, because he's a friend of a friend. Okay, so how did the confrontation start? Well, I was talking to somebody else, and he decided to get a little mouthy, and he goes, you're a dick. Oh. And I said, excuse me? Nobody's talking to you. Oh. And he's like, you're a dick. I said, listen, man, I've always been nice to you because my friends are friends with you. Oh. So if you think that I'm a dick, then I'm sorry. And I go to shake his hand, would not shake the hand. Oh, what a child! Oh, yeah! Wouldn't shake the hand. 
goes, I'm not shaking your hand because you don't mean it. I go, who are you, dude? What do you mean I don't mean it? Ooh, a standoff. I love I it. I know. <laughs> Friggin' Dave from the chat room is watching this whole thing go down. I'm like, I'm, I, this is my wife, dude. Like, this this, this is going to happen. You well, tell him he can call you a dick between 2 and 6 Monday through Friday, but weekends, those are for you. I know. You freaking loser. Like, I, next time I just won't pretend to be nice to you. Next time I'll be like, yes, I sincerely do not like you, even though my friends like How you. How does that end when, a guy, when you're holding out your hand, he refuses to shake it? How does that hold? Uh, he drives the golf cart away that way, and I'm standing there with my hand extended going, well, that was weird. <laughs> That was certainly odd. Are we fighting this guy at the punch out or he's uh Oh no, he's insignificant. Okay. He's, he's a bozo. Seven two seven five seven nine one oh two five and eight hundred seven seven one one two five. At the end of the day, he's gotta keep being him and I get to be me. Paid accordingly. Right. Millennials, if they're going out to dinner, it's probably like a once a week thing and they don't really have the money to necessarily be going out and having a lavish night, but they do it because they gotta treat yourself and Whatever else. Mm. So, Treat yourself. it's skimp on tips. All right. For the majority of the time. You ever chase somebody down who didn't give you a good tip? Because I, I know Drew has. No, I used to just pick up 14 extra tables and then yeah. I'd make up for it. Yeah, I said something twice, got fired. No. You just got a water I on know. a duck. I know. I... You're telling this guy not to say anything? Yeah, come on. That's how we got here. I got here by saying things. Millennials with hashtag live, laugh, love. Ugh. Don't tip. Drew Grab a Live, hello. <laughs> Thank you very much. Drew Grab a Live, who are you? Hey, Drew, it's Nick. I just wanted to thank you a second time for the Top Golf uh, Bay. You. <laughs> You're the one guy who called to say thank you after we gave them a prize, and Ooh. now you've called to say tw- thank you twice. So thank you for being such a good dude. Appreciate that. What's up, King? What's going on, guys? What's really getting, good, man? man? We're good, man. How was hey, your man. weekend? It was good, man. First, I want to wish y'all some happy Father's Day, man. Thank All right? You. I want to you and, and old Seth over there, man. Good All right? Seth. Good old Seth. Now, yeah, good old Seth, man. Listen, but now, I'm a super millennial, all right? I don't know if I've told you this. I'm pretty sure we understand this. I'm a super millennial, right? And all when right. I was out there, I used to, if I had a pretty waitress, my tip used to be $50 or better, right? It doesn't matter what I'm doing. As long as I let her know that my phone number is written right under the uh, president's face. It's $50. I'm a, yeah, and, and here's my number. Get at me. I love that. That's a solid move right there. Anything interesting happened in lockup this weekend? Actually, yeah, man. We had a mean stabbing, man, when we were locked down all weekend, man. I don't know if dude made it or not, man. I don't know, man. But, like, they had the helicopter land. So, And, and usually when we're locked down all weekend, it's, it's because, man, he probably didn't make it, man. I don't really know. We haven't got no facts yet. But, yeah, man, went down this weekend, man. What I don't even st- really know. I don't. What's up? What did he get stabbed with? Uh, uh, a big, long metal spike. Oh, my Oof. God. Ah. Not that there's good to get stabbed with. So. No, no. Whatever yeah, it is, it's know, not going to be good. But, see, but like we talked about before, the plexiglasses, you could kind of like fight someone with the plexiglass and like maybe win, right? Or if you have one of the little, little fence pokers, I mean, I'm going to fight someone if they come at me with a fence poker. But now they sure. got big spikes or something, man. I don't know, man. I might, have to, <laughs> I might have to lock in my room or grab a pillow and use it as a shield or something. Who knows? That's a good man. point. Seth, what you got for King? Well, Drew, I don't know if you heard I was listening to, to Miggs and Swig, and it was just Miggs and JoJo this weekend, and King actually called in, and, and Miggs didn't know if King was real. He wasn't really sure if he was in jail, <laughs> oh. and they had King read some of his poetry. I think Miggs is ready to get King a book deal when he gets out. I mean, oh. I, and I don't think we've ever heard his poetry on the air before, have we? I don't think so. No, I knew he wrote poetry, but I don't think we've ever heard oh, it. Oh, man, that was good. Um, I mean, would you guys like to hear one? You want to hear the same one? You want to hear a different one? Different. I got one where I change voices. Yeah, right. that one, where you, where you change voices, that one right there. Okay, all right. This is one of my favorite ones. It was very difficult for me to write. I write it from the first-person view of the officers, right? It's called the DOC Creed, all right? All right. 
I woke up this morning before the sun. It was my first day of work. My life has begun. I tied up my boots, threw on my browns, picked up my badge, remember the frown. Today I follow him, my family's path, a job that brings glory much more than cash. You ask me what job did I start today? The proud DOC of the FLA, where we house the untamed, just like a zoo, like caged animals, but men wearing blue. My papa once told me one day I'll be a ruler of modern-day slavery. You see, we date back off that history, this light brown secret society. There's a shiniest of boots and my lip full of dip. Can't wait to feel these hook cuffs hang from my hip because today's a day of CO powers. I hope that they let me work up in the tower and let one of them dark boys try to just run. I'll be there ready cocked with my gun. Make old Paul proud of his first son. Obama can't save no man in the land I come from. I was born to wear this brown uniform, born to keep men broken and torn. Our weapons are all spraying our cuffs. And let one of them Chicos try to get tough so me and the fellas can stomp him right down. Show him this country don't need him around. This power I get when I walk through these gates, it's better than sex. I'm God up in this place. I'm the judge, I'm the jury, and I choose their sentence. Modern-day Caesar High Lynch, my peasant. They say once in a while we'll have a true rebel, but I know that five of us can stomp him down to a pebble. Our motto is spray for the rise and keep them a-blazing because D-O-C is truly domination of Caucasians. Oh, wait, I think we're supposed to snap because it's like a, it's a poetry thing. Poetry. Dude, that was awesome, man. Thank you for sharing your art with us, dude. We love you. For sure. I love you too, man. Thanks, man. Uh, man I, I just really, I, I really feel blessed to be able to do that, man. I love y'all guys, man. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you, man. Love you too. Uh, he's going to be at the next house party. Makes us.